Good morning. We begin this day by remembering our baptism and the work that God is doing in our lives through the water and the word. And we read 1 Peter 3, verse 21, that says, Baptism now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so we make the sign of the cross and we remember that we are baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. O Lord, as this morning dawns, we know that much has happened in the night. We think of the many terrible things that we have seen and heard in the news this week, and we know that there is much trouble in the world. Sometimes those troubles and the troubles of our own lives are overwhelming. Nevertheless, as we arise, we thank you for this day. We place our troubles and our sorrows into your hands, along with the troubles and sorrows of this whole world. You are God, and you love all your creation. As we trust in you, all will be well in our souls. And you give us peace, strength, and joy to face this day. Amen. As we confess our faith today, we, we use the, uh, the, the Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. The scripture reading today is Mark chapter 10. And Jesus left there and went to the region of Judea and beyond the Jordan, and crowds gathered to him again. And again, as was his custom, he taught them. And Pharisees came up, and in order to test him, asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. And Jesus said to them, Because of the hardness of your heart, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. And in the house, the disciples asked him again about this matter. And he said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. And they were bringing children to him that he might touch them. And the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, let the children come to me. Do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. And as he was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. 
Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he said to him, Teacher, all these I have kept from my youth. And Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You lack one thing. Go, sell all that you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Disheartened by the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How difficult it will be for those who, are, have, for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were amazed at his words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how difficult it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And they were exceedingly astonished and said to him, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man it is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. Peter began to say to him, See, we've left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. And they were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them, and they were amazed. And those who followed were afraid. And taking the twelve again, he began to tell them what was to happen to him, saying, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him over to the Gentiles. And they will mock him and spit on him and flog him and kill him. And after three days, he will rise. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right and one at your left in your glory. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? Or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to them, The cup I drink you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. And when the ten heard of it, they became indignant with James and John. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles rule it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. For whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to 
be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And they came to Jericho. And as he was leaving Jericho and his disciples, with his disciples and a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And they rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he's calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. It's kind of interesting. Um, when uh, James and John come to Jesus, they ask, you know, what do you want me, or Jesus asks them, what do you want me to do for you? And what they want is this position of glory. But when Bartimaeus comes, they want, he wants to be able to, to see. And this seeing thing is what this chapter is really all about. Jesus is revealing who he is. He is revealing how necessary his salvation is. And he's showing over and over again that the disciples don't get it. I mean, they, they try to send away the kids. Um, they, they get all confused about divorce. And they're, they're, they're all torn up because Jesus says that, uh, you know, you have to, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter into the kingdom of God. He's blowing away all of their paradigms. And he is showing them that they don't rightly see. He even tells them for a third time that what's going to happen is he's going to go into Jerusalem. He is going to suffer. He's going to die. And then he will rise from the dead. And to prove that they don't get the point, the next thing that happens after he says that he's going to die and rise is that James and John want these positions of glory. Now, you might remember that a little while back in chapter 8, we read about Jesus healing this, this guy with two tries. And here we have Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus, he's just, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately his sight was recovered and, and, and he starts following Jesus. This is a transition point in the Gospel of Mark. And what follows after is Palm Sunday, and, and we get into all of the events of the last week of Jesus' life, including his crucifixion and resurrection. So from two tries before to heal, I can't quite see right, but we're going to see right. Now, with this healing of Bartimaeus, uh, Mark is transitioning so that he is saying to us, now we're going to see Jesus clearly. We're going to see this Jesus who came to suffer and to die, but also to rise again. And we live with that hope every day. As we pray today, we pray for those who are sick, those who are injured, grieving, dying, lonely, those who are bullied and experiencing injustice. Lord God, Heavenly Father, uh, as we live in a, a time of pandemic, we certainly ask that you would be with the sick. We ask, Lord, for healing for all of those who are 
suffering from COVID-19. And we ask that you would be with the doctors, the nurses, and the scientists who are, are trying to figure out how to bring medicine that will, will help to stave off this illness and give relief to those who are ill. And even as we have people who are, are getting sick from this disease, we have all the other sicknesses of this life. We have people who are injured through accidents and, and, and through all kinds of foolishness. And there are people who are grieving and dying. And Lord, we ask that you would be with all these people to meet them in their time of need, that you would comfort them and that you would give healing and strength and that you would help them to be able to trust in you and that they would find you faithful as their God and healer. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. And we pray as Jesus teaches us, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now go with this blessing. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Have a blessed day, and God willing, we'll be back this evening with an evening devotion.